Richardson. We're joined now by Eric Richards from the uh, national. He's the national recruiting director of the All American Bowl. Eric, good morning. Thanks for your time. How you guys doing over there in Texas? Doing good, and hey, we appreciate you jumping on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut right to it, Eric. Talk to us a little bit about the selection of the 2021 game. Obviously, you got to be a little disappointed. Uh, I, I saw that they pushed it back a year, not going to play the game this year. Tell me a little bit about the landscape and how you guys are going to kind of navigate forward through what, what, what feels like a lot of muddy water. Yeah, yeah it was a tough, tough day yesterday, as you can imagine. When, you're, when you open up Twitter and you're, twin, you're, you know, you know, you're trending number 16, it's usually not a good thing. But, uh, uh, the, you know, the higher-ups at NBC um, made a decision to cancel this year's game and uh, – uh, it just was going to turn into Glenn. It wasn't going to be a, a, a fun bowl week that these athletes for the past 20 years have experienced. And so they made the call that, you know, with all the restrictions in place of NFL testing from the time they got on the plane to the time. We, we have over over 60 of the 100 uh, selected athletes actually leave there and go to their colleges. And as you can imagine, most of the colleges are still involved in the college football playoffs where Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma, whoever it is, not Oklahoma this year, but, uh, you know, and, and so it was, they were going to have to be sequestered and quarantined once they got there and not be around the team for 14 days. And it, it, uh, it just became more hurdles than what was worth. And, we, you know, we wanted to put on a first-class experience. And I think we we're going to go a little bit backwards this year trying to navigate through the landscape. But, we're, you know, it, it is what it is. It doesn't take from the honor of uh, of those players that were selected. You know as well as I do, in 20 years, they're going to sit back and tell their kids on the couch. They're going to point up at the jersey and tell the kids they were selected for that game. And then about 20 years, 40 years past that, they're going to tell the grandkids. So nothing, nothing's lost long-term, all the short, although the short-term really hurts. Sure. Talking with Eric Richards, the director of recruiting for the Army All-American Games. So this year, Eric, did you guys uh, – did you do kind of the same selection tour? Did you guys go out and, and, and have your same selection process, even though, they, like, like you said, they're not going to have the game? No, nah, we followed suit with everybody else and went virtual <laughs> with the darn thing. And uh, it, it was, semi, you know, semi-successful as well as virtual can be. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys are like me. You're about Zoomed out. Uh, but uh, – you know, went virtual, and it, you know, it's uh, one thing I'll give this particular class, Glenn, this 2021 class. Man, I, I tell you what, I, I'd hire one in, in four or five years when they came out of college if they if they weren't, you know, going on to play football in the uh, league or anything, because it's they they they've uh, they've landscaped through um, waters that we had never seen before. The old the old story your dad gave you about he walked to you know walked to. 20 miles to school with no shoes isn't going to compare to what this 2021 class went through with really no recruiting evaluation period. Uh, as you know, and uh, you know, some of your listeners know, we really crank up evaluating that class uh, in the you know winter, spring coming out of their junior year because you got all the camps and the showcases and the combines and the seven-on-seven tournaments and the 300 things that are out there and, uh, you know, got about March and those things got canceled. So athletes that we had had on the radar to go look at in person, which is what we always try to do is, is in addition to their film is, is see them in person. 
we didn't get to see. And, uh, you know, now, now the four stars and five stars that we have, that ain't going to hurt. But these, you know, no stars and two stars that we're bucking to probably get just a little bit better offer or scholarship or uh, ballooned up in size and weight and, 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 and we're going to be a lot better players than what they were in sophomore and juniors, those are the ones that really hurt. So talk to us a little bit, Eric, about that. Now you're turning the page. You're going to 2022. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of the guys, some of the players in Texas that you guys are looking at, and specifically Central Texas, if you are looking at players in our area. Let us know who those guys are, and tell me how you're going to move forward and proceed forward, which I'm sure you can't wait to do when you're telling us you're Zoomed out and, and you're tired of doing all those things. Oh, man, definitely ready. Uh, I, I'll never uh... – I'll never take plane uh, travel for granted ever again. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, in your immediate area in Waco, it's gone a little bit cold on us over the last two or three years. And, you know, I don't know uh, if the high school programs there are feeling that and uh, not as strong as they've been in the past. But uh, just up the road north from you in Dallas, sure hadn't dried up. I mean, uh, potentially the number one overall player in that class, uh, the quarterback at South Lake Carroll, Quinn Ewers, uh, you know, he's already committed to us. Uh, there's a receiver, uh, you know, at Del, Del, Val, uh, Del Valley, Texas, and Kaywin Burton. And in and, and Houston's always going to be a, a big supplier. There's a big offensive lineman down in uh, uh, the Houston area. You know, Denver Harris, a cornerback out of Houston. And then Duncanville has, you know, it, it's kind of produced uh, uh, athlete over athlete the last few years where it's become a a hotbed and then what we're kind of surprised at glenn just north of you in the dallas and fort worth area is kind of what the private schools uh, that dallas used to be such a public school it, it, you know the private schools were just an afterthought you didn't even make a stop in those things but we can't believe how much the private schools have kind of gained ground uh up there in that area and especially in texas right and 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 I know that uh, obviously my son goes to All Saints there, there in Alito, and you know we know about the Brockermeyer boys and 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 the job that they've done, and they they were nationally recruited, and you know going to Texas, dad went to Texas, and then they switched, uh, committed to uh, committed late guard this year to go to Alabama. So good for them, and 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 good for that process. Let's let's talk about this. So Eric, I, I know that you. Uh, obviously going around the country, you see the top kids. You see these kids that and, – and I remember you sending me pictures last year of being down at LSU with Tommy Robinson, who we both know was a running back coach at LSU. He's not at Texas A&M. You were down there with – and obviously Dave Aranda was the defensive coordinator, now the head coach here at Baylor. Did you have any, uh, any opportunity to interact with any of those assistants while you were at LSU? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, they, uh, you know, they obviously after they got through whooping Georgia that particular week, and Joe Burrow threw for four hundred something yards. They, uh, you know, they they visit with the recruits and the families that are on officials uh, afterwards, and uh, uh, I got to stay over a, a quarterback. Um, um, actually, Brad Johnson's son was on that a recruiting trip that week, and he's committed to LSU, Max Johnson, and then the. Guys, you got to want to write down this tight end. It's Eric Gilbert. He's the freshman over at LSU. He was on the recruiting visit that weekend too, and uh, got to stay after and see those guys. Uh, it, it's funny, you know, because I've been in so many uh, situations like that, Glenn, and and take and I take a little bit from each one and kind of take it in. And it's it's you know as as much as those top programs are the same, they're always there. 
there's a lot there's a lot of differences in recruitings and and game day and you know Bay, you ran that thing at Oklahoma for years uh there's a big difference you know in what in the way Dabo Sweeney approaches a family and an athlete isn't the same way Nick Saban approaches them uh you know and the way Kirby Smart approaches them isn't the same way that Ed Orgeron approaches them and so uh it, it's fun to get you know back there and it's kind of kind of been my forte is I, I I try to develop a relationship with these athletes that it's not just about a one week bowl experience. I think you know you know how how long I go back with Christian McCaffrey, how long I go back with Sony Michelle, the running back of the New England sure. Patriots, how far I go back with Trevor Lawrence. Uh and I I've just tried to make it about that because it helps me those guys telling, you know, athletes that are coming up behind them that, uh, hey, you know, Eric's going to look out for the best of you. He's not just about you as, as, as a football player and not trying to use you for a one-week All-American game. Sure. Talking to Eric Richards, the director of recruiting for the Army All-American game. And, Eric, I'd, I'd be reminisced to let you go without, without asking you about Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, I know, your, uh, I know your relationship with him, and I know you've been around him, and he had been to camps at, at FBU, which you're a big part of. Um, and that young man is a heck of a young man. Obviously, he's, he's right now he's the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Tell us a little bit about Trevor Lawrence when he was a young kid and, and, and kind of what you saw in, in, in his development. Because I think it's – and the reason I'm asking that is because I think it's, it's great for our listeners to hear. You mentioned that, you know, we may be a little down in the Central Texas area right now, but we got a lot of young kids in the Central Texas area who, who, are, who are and aspire to be the next Trevor Lawrence and who will have that opportunity to possibly be that four-star guy, that five-star guy. Tell us a little bit about his growing up, how he grew up, and, 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 and kind of your relationship with him and how that moved forward. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of time, Glenn, and uh, that, you know, these recruiting services get a uh, get a little bit of a knock of, you know, when they tag a player, a three-star, a four-star, a five-star, well, how do you know and this and that? And then understand that, it, you know, generally speaking on any given year, uh, there's probably some better high school football players than uh, some of these players that you see with four and five stars on them. But what those recruiting services are doing are projecting that in six, seven years that that guy will be in the NFL. And uh, Trevor wasn't one of those. I mean, they projected him to be the uh, number one player from the time he was a freshman in that class. And uh, him and Justin Fields, which is the quarterback at Ohio State, uh, lived 20 minutes apart. And uh, it, it was a, a competitive thing in, in, you know, northwest Georgia for him and everything. But Trevor came to us, uh, just showed up at a camp, uh, a 135-pound a, a soaking wet. He was about six foot one in the seventh grade and uh, just stayed with – we have several events we run in the company from a camp standpoint, and we kept seeing his face around at camps and uh, our freshman All-American game, and all of a sudden he's 6'3", and then uh, he comes down to the National Combine there in San Antonio, and he's 6'4", and then, you know, he plays an All-American game, he's 6'5". That one was kind of a a, a no-brainer. He was a a once-in-a-decade quarterback, uh, and they just don't come along, and I think his – his preparation on the field, off the field, the way he was raised in a middle-class blue-collar family. He's grounded. He's level-headed. Helped uh, helped him succeed and put him in the position he's, he's at now to where uh, the sky's the limit. Like you said, the Heisman and probably, you know, every service I've ever seen has got, got him number one uh, pick overall. Now, who, who that'll be, everybody will jockey here. And you, hell, you guys might get him there. 
the Dallas Cowboys. Who knows? <laughs> well, hey, hey, right, right now that might be a hell of that might be a hell of an opportunity. Listen, Eric, hey, I, I appreciate you jumping on and talking with us, and maybe throughout the year as we move forward, uh, we'd love to have you one more time. Give us a name in the 2022 class before I let you jump, though. That that uh, we need to keep an eye out on. Is it Quinn Ewers? Is it? It's definitely Quinn Ewers. Um, it'd be interesting if Texas can hold on to him. I know they've got they've got they got problems they're addressing uh, right now. I mean, what what's going on at SMU is kind of impressive. I know they've got a big push to uh, kind of keep Dallas kids at home uh, in the in the future. But uh, you know, from a from a national standpoint, you, you, you're not going to get any higher. He's the he's the Matthew Stafford uh, 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 of that particular class and everything. Um, nationally, uh, you know, there's a a, a a defensive back out of California, Modern Day High School, which I'm sure your listeners are familiar with if they've ever turned on ESPNU on a on a Friday night. Modern Days uh, usually got a game or two a year, but a kid named Damani Jackson, who's a 6'185 pound corner, and I, I tell you, he could walk into an NFL locker room and look at home right now, Glenn. Wow, interesting. Well, listen, Eric, I appreciate it. I know you this time of year you're busy. We'd love to have you jump back on as uh, as recruiting uh, progresses here, and obviously we, we we start to get through the waters of maybe maybe feeling a little better and feeling a little more normalcy. Hopefully, you guys. Have, be able to play your game in 2022. Eric, thanks for jumping on with us today. No problem, Glenn. There it goes. Eric Richards, the director of uh, recruiting for the uh, for the uh, for the uh, All American Bowl.